Support for WRFA is brought to you in part by listeners like you, who believe in the vital public service WRFA provides through its arts and education programming, as well as through our coverage of local news and public affairs. Plus, your generous support lets us provide a number of volunteer-based programs to be shared on our airwaves. Help keep community radio in Jamestown and Chautauqua County alive by making a contribution today. To make a tax-deductible donation or learn more about becoming a station underwriter, use the donate page on our website, wrfalp.com, or send a check to WRFA Radio, 116 East 3rd Street, Jamestown, New York. Or you can call 716-664-2465. You've been listening to Community Matters. After a number of years, the Gus Macker Tournament is returning to Jamestown this weekend. We have Pat Smeraldo here, who's from Collaborative Children's Solutions, to talk about big event that's happening in Jamestown this weekend, an event that's coming back after many years of, you know, I, I can't remember the last time we had a three-on-three basketball tournament, much less, I was trying to remember the last time we had Gus Macker in town, but I'm betting you may know. Yeah, they, they, it goes back to like 2018. It's been five or six years, and then they went to Street Jam and some different things. Um, but yeah, the actual Gus Macker has, was 2018, the brand of it, that the last time I was here in Jamestown. And what what made you decide to bring back this event? Uh, you know, I, I've been on I've been on it for a couple of years now. Uh, I teach, you know, I've coached in the city. Uh, I know how important it used to be to the kids and and how they would look forward to it in the summer. Um, I had some former players, you know, just I, I'm in contact with them just through Facebook and things like that. Share pictures and ideas or stuff and cute nice memories and things like that. Um, but the other, the, the main point is what I continued to, and we just spoke about, uh, the economic impact these events can make to our city. Um, you know, whether it's, and, and this isn't just with what we're doing, you know, Kim Eklund and the Babe Ruth uh, Committee, I mean, there, there's people here from Texas and, and exploring our area and, and, and going to Niagara Falls, and there are regionally, I mean, we offer so much. So yeah, you know, I mean, with the economic impact of hotels, restaurants, hopefully, and I think this is going to happen, people return. You know, my wife and I have been places with our kids that we've been on family trips for, and um, we 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 couldn't do certain things or didn't have time to do certain things. So then, when we look to get a weekend away, the two of us go back and, and experience the area in a different way and check out a winery or something like that. So that's the hope is that we expose the area more and more and just the beautiful area that we have and all the things we have to do. So the Gus Macker event in Jamestown is going to be on August 19th and 20th. That's this Saturday and Sunday. What can we expect on those days? Well, I, so there's a couple reasons. There's a couple things we put in place i i like the carnival atmosphere you know just the music playing in the middle of the streets can be on harrison street in between main and foot in brooklyn square um i have a few craft vendors that'll be down there selling crafts you could do that in between games some food vendors will be down there i'm encouraging people to you know visit the downtown area but you know just that that atmosphere there's 148 teams the the one thing i'm really happy about extremely happy about from what the collaborative children's solutions standpoint is there was a division this year that you could create that they they started was called macker mites so it was an eight and under division they they just started doing that so i really 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 pushed that and out of uh 148 teams 
65, like 68% of the participants are between the ages of five and 18 years old. So I'm really happy about a kids event and you know bringing kids and laughter and competition and all that stuff to the streets. I, 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 the adults are great too. We tried to get a unified division going. We couldn't pull that off this year. I've been working with Harrison, Harrison's Playmakers. You know Harrison's with the Vikings and we're doing some more stuff with him to expose that in Jamestown. But uh, just a, an inclusive event, you know, for everybody, adults, grandparents, kids, and uh, I'm really excited about that. Right, and this is, uh, I mean, when it comes to Gus Magger's 3 and 3 you, like you said, you get kids of starting at age five, and I, do you, what is the old bracket that you have this year? Uh, there there are 50-year-old men playing in this, so they play, <laughs> you know, that's, that's that yeah. wide range. And then I've also noticed when I've looked over things, uh, which I assume because they're not from around here, fathers and sons playing in different brackets and, and even some moms. You know, there's an older woman's bracket, a college bracket and things like Siblings, you see last names along as, as a 10-year-old boy and a, and a college young lady. I mean, so um, that's family-friendly, and that's what I think Jamestown could be and is. I think Jamestown is. We just have to build on it. Um, but yeah, it's it's really neat to see the range of it. And I told you before, uh, there are more people from outside of the area coming here playing than inside, which is, I think, is phenomenal. Right, and, and like we were talking off air before that there, there's so much happening yeah. in Jamestown. I mean, when it starts, the the Gus Mayer starts on the 19th. That's also the championship day it for is. Babe Ruth World Series. So there's a lot going on. A lot of people, if they you know if they're into sports, they've got they've got a selection of activities happening here in the city. Yeah, they, that was one glitch. There were there were many glitches. When you know this, when you do these things, there's glitches all the time. But one main glitch was, and I want to explain it. So when I signed the Macker to come in February of this year, 23, um, the Babe Ruth committee had reached out to me and we talked about the World Series coming here and they were gonna be on the 12th. So the Macker was originally scheduled for the 12th, but to work together on the benefit of the city and the kids and everybody involved, we pushed it back to the 19th. That, by doing that, that's also the first day. Now for some reason, and I didn't know this at the time, uh, high school football begins September 1st. So they have like 14 days to get 10 practices in. So this year's tournament, uh, unfortunately, will exclude a lot of local high school uh, football players, which they're volunteering and they're helping me. There's a bunch of Southwestern crews helping me and stuff like that. But uh, next year, I hope if we do this again, to have it the week earlier, you know, and, and to really... I think 148 turns into 248 really easy. I'm sure of that. So those are the, the things that we can do to improve it and um, and build upon it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now when it comes to registering, do they have to register in advance? Can they register the day of? Uh, no, everything's done. Well, the, the good thing about, and when I met with Mike Fuller, he's a gentleman that, that is my foreman for the Gus Macker. I went to Belding, Michigan. I went to the conference. Um, the good thing about Gus Macker is it's a brand that you're buying and but they're also sending eight people here to our city to show me how to do everything like there is a person that oversees registration there's a person oversees so everything unfortunately because of that and the way that it's bracketed has to go through the national office in Michigan so they make numerous announcements and the kids all come and they they we advertise it i've i've now worked with Ithaca Norwich New York 
and only in New York, and we're kind of reforming this, they call it like the I-86 Express or something, where they, they travel to different Maccers and do this, where we're collaborating more, but everything's run out of national, so the registration is closed, it's 148, the tournament's already bracketed, and, and that's how you get the officials and scorekeepers and volunteers and all that. Right. Oh, and yeah, I saw that Olean had their macro yep. event back in June. Went to it. So, yep. So, yeah, so this is this is one of those. Is, it's great to have that support from a, a parent organization. In terms of, I, I don't know, if in terms, does the macro itself, like, support, like, any community groups? or are, Absolutely. Are you, yeah, so no, I, I don't know as much about it. I'm assuming you do. They, they've, they, they called me as late as yesterday, and they need a tent for their um their they have a, a big threads by Gus they call it that's all their gear that they bring with them and their tent they have 32 of these 32 of them in the country and usually uh there's two at a time on the weekend so one thing will be here one thing will be here and you're you're literally shipping things around the country but uh they needed a tent and instead of doing it on their own they, they called me they said hey who who do you use who do you support and I said Jamestown awning he's like all right can you help us arrange? Yeah, absolutely. So they're looking to give back to the community. The piece of their um, program goes to a non-for-profit, which you know, Collaborative Children's Solutions is. We give back to the community, but but they they spend money here. They they have contracts with um, their player T-shirts come out of Michigan and the trophies because they do do thirty-two teams and they get the best price. But they said, we encourage you to go get your officials gear and your, um, your, your volunteer t-shirts locally. So that's why we're at Rubber Stamp. I mean, so they push us to do that, to make it that really economic impact. There's probably a problem, after all said and done, they'll figure this out, it's probably a half a million dollar economic impact to Jamestown in two, year, in two days. Wow, and you have other sponsors that also assist with, Absolutely with the event. Absolutely do. Can nothing you? happens, nothing happens, nothing happens with Collaborative Children's Solutions without John Felton and our signature sponsor, Southern Stockel Federal Credit Union. John is everywhere. Um, we do a lot of work together. He supports me and his staff supports me immensely. Um, but we also have giants like, you know, the IDA, and we were lucky enough to get a, a bed tax grant this year to help support this. We're lucky enough to work with people like Wegmans and the Army National Guard supports us, Dylan Anthony, a former student of mine. Um, and, and all these, you know, Ed Schultz, um, I'm trying to think, I, I'm gonna make somebody mad, Julie, and I don't wanna do that. So there's a, there's a ton of uh, uh, sponsors that, that help us, and I just wanna cover this really quick. Uh, Tim Hortons, I don't know how I forgot him. Blake Tarana, oh my gosh. The, the reason the Gus Macker is in Brooklyn Square when it was hard to find a place was because of Blake Tarana, who has been so helpful to me. Uh, you know, the IDA, Pepsi, Fred Pallarito, and those guys, countless others. I mean, this is not, people think this is, is like a, a, a signature line I use or something. None of this happens without other people. But, you know, my family and Jim McGrath and my wife and my boys, put an immense amount of time into things like this but the city dan stone dan, i don't know how dan stone's a, like alive i don't want to say that like but awake right now with what our parks department has had to do in the last three weeks when you say comedy festival that began like on tuesday of that week uh babe ruth world series and the rain they've been dealing with and now the gus macker everybody put this one together it's a big one 
But we're not going to have rain this weekend. No, oh, we better not. No, actually, it looks kind of okay. I, those are the worst things. You know that last yeah, year when uh, the 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 fifty mile an hour wind started hitting on the day of the Christmas parade, and I'm sitting in my kitchen going, "What do I do?" And you know, and I that's a that's a glitch that you deal with because Dan Stone calls me up and he says, "Hey, man." I need to go cut tree limbs down because they're going to take power out. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, you know, you're fine. You can do this. You got it. And I'm like, okay, I'll see you in a little bit. But that's just the working together and the comfortable working relationship you have to have with people. And uh, I do. I trust our departments, our city. Our pol- I worked, you know, Tim Jackson is He's gonna. We're gonna have two uniformed police officers down there. We're gonna have UPMC reached out. They want a tent. They want to interact with the community. I mean, they want to show a presence. I mean, the the community people have been really, really supportive, and uh, and I think we all benefit from things like this. And you know, and why do I move? I could have said no to Babe Ruth, um, but that's that's not how you build. I mean, it was wasn't a big deal to me. I'm like, yeah, sure, we'll figure it out. And it cost it cost us teams. But I'm a, I'm an ambassador family this year for the Babe Ruth World Series. I'm going to the game right now. I mean, I'm, I'm we have to work together. Mm-hmm. So. And I noticed that in terms of, you know, not just sponsorship, but there's also some other activities like the, I forget one organization was doing like a raffle. We have a raffle for the, our raffle is coming up. So we do a raffle every year for, um, prizes and things like to support our little it's expensive i didn't really (laughs) my phone rings a lot and that's okay but we we really encourage everyone to give back to a community we're doing two things so we're doing a raffle which people have seen on facebook whatever just a couple of bills tickets to the opener blake tarana gives us two uh coffees for a year which is 730 coffees you could win um you know and, and some some hockey tickets and things like that so we do that you know the other thing we did this year, which the sponsors that you mentioned, um, this is an important project to me. This is a part that I didn't see coming when I started this. So, for example, my son, or there are numerous organizations, sports teams, clubs, what have you. I was able to get sponsorship money from businesses this year, and we threw in a little bit. But I'm allowed to compensate programs for students to come and volunteer so for example my son who just graduated but he he ran cross country i'm very close with the coaches they're sending me like 20 kids this weekend to keep score and um you know help with everything registration you know all the kids are doing it um Jake Burkholder at Southwestern, he's helping. He, there, he's sending me the Southwestern football team on Friday. So I'm now able to take sponsorship money and give it back to the programs, to the kids. So they'll get credited X amount of dollars for shift that they work, a three, four hour shift. And they'll pick up a thousand bucks to be able to put in their booster club, to be able to buy gear with, or be able to support their banquet or the prom. There's the senior, 2024 senior classes coming down, a couple of the kids. So, you know, it's creating an opportunity for kids, number one, to be involved, to see what that community impact feels and means. It gives them an outlet to gain their volunteer hours, which there aren't a lot of anymore. Plus, it also gives them, uh, you know, a compensation towards their class, their organization, to be able to do more with, to be able to start youth programming and youth basketball programs, youth soccer. I mean, Kristen Hockenberry from the cross-country team in Jamestown, she's huge into middle school running and things like that. She's changing kids' lives 
and then they've come and volunteer and then they're originally, you know, then they'll go back to supporting their program. So that's another important thing too that we're doing. Right. So if people want to support the raffle, they just come down to the three yeah, on three. Yeah, we'll be down the three on three doing the raffle tickets. We'll have them online. But I mean, yeah, come on down to that. The raffles are great. They're they're all. Uh, it's a good, it's a great raffle. People always say, how do you get these certificates? Or how do you get these prizes? How do you get the bills? So the bills and I have worked together a little bit since the Harrison Fellows project. Really supportive of me. We're actually I'm working with a gentleman by the name of Dave Becker uh, from Panama who's really killing it right now where he's helping organizations with their concession stands and then in turn using these funds to go back to the kids um so you know we're doing that but uh the, the prizes that we get the bills help me out with the tickets um blake and the tarana family i mean they're the free coffees they're they're great to me and uh the hockey tickets i mean so they're all free but they're incredible prize like three thousand dollars worth of prizes so it's great so yeah mm-hmm. now getting to something i just thought of and it's sure. one question people always have where can we park for this event so that's that's uh i don't want to say it's an issue so where the way that the way that the the easiest way to set the Gus Macker up, and I, I've, I've told you this before, and, and I've told a lot of people, is I, must, I come from a small business family. I don't like to impact small businesses. Um, my, the in last time that the basketball was here, it was in JAMA parking lot. They can't have it in the parking lot this year because of urgent care. I understand that. So if you close off Main to Foot and Harrison, you allow the two. Uh, entrances to Main Street to get into CVS and JAMA and to get into Big Lots, they stay open. So if you go back up that hill, I mean, there are numerous places to park left and right, which would be towards foot and then up the hill into Main. It's a Saturday and Sunday, so it's all free. Nobody has to worry about getting a ticket. Um, there are stores that I imagine they could park with and, and, and you know, and, and then uh, go there to buy things and things like that. So there will be parking down there. I don't have anything in the parking lot. So maybe a food vendor or two. So the parking lots will be open. The parking uptown will be open. Um, so that's like the advantage of putting it in the street. I would have rather had it in a parking lot, but just for safety reasons. But that wasn't possible. So with the police and things I've sectioned off, it opens up parking. So there'll be a lot of parking down there. So they can just stroll down to the square and then back up. If If... I have, and those are the glitches you look at, right? I just said that last week. I knew the trolleys were coming. You've seen the, about yes. the trolleys. Uh, next year, no matter where we're at, um, I would probably look into doing that and just having a loop of trolleys come back and forth. But right. this year, with the parking downtown being a Saturday or Sunday, shouldn't be an issue. And the trolleys we're talking about are the, the CHQ Transit, yeah. the new electric hybrid ones. Those are great. Those, and I, I, I became a member of the Visitors Bureau. It was easier for me to do that in February with all the events we have to then just take their link and put it on our website so that when somebody calls me and says, hey, I want a good restaurant. Number one, politically, I'm not answering that question. Number two, here's the site, have at it. They're all there, they're great ones, hotels and things like that. So they they were the ones that introduced me to the trolleys, we talked about that, but yeah, we you know, with opening ceremonies starting at eight and uh, the game starting at 8.30 and, it's it's gonna be. I'm excited. Uh, not getting a lot of sleep right now. That's okay. But uh, I'm excited. I I think the weather is gonna be great. I have some incredible support from Jamestown Police Department, the Sheriff's Department, the city, the vendors, the sponsors. 
uh, probably close to a hundred volunteers of kids. They're kids. I love that. I love the fact that these kids are going to be down there. There's going to be a hundred volunteers of children that aren't playing either, laughing, joking with their buddies, and helping us and doing that. Um, but yeah, that's that's the goal. So yeah, we're excited and. and uh, we get to Sunday night, I'll take a big deep breath in and gear up for what's next. So I don't know. We'll see. Pat, do you have anything else you want to add about I the do next? not. I thank you so much because without, I, I didn't, you know, <laughs> even now that I teach elementary school, you'd be shocked how many kids listen to the radio. I didn't know that. I, didn't, I mean, as a, as a, I teach elementary school now and I always hear the kids, I heard you on the radio the other day. I'm like, yeah, that was me. And uh, between the commercials and your programming, uh, we have a great local. Pro- if anybody thinks that they need to go big in advertising, something they're wrong. <laughs> the the local stuff works. Trust me. Uh, I've had seven year olds confirm that to me all the time. So thank you, thank you for everything, and I appreciate that. Well, you're welcome. So folks, if you if you're looking for some fun this weekend, the Gus Macker Three on Three is happening down in Brooklyn Square on Saturday, August nineteenth, and Sunday, August twentieth. Stop on down, please. Pat? Thanks again. Thank you.